Is it possible, I wonder, that in some cases, the drugs that doctors give us to make us better are actually causing the symptoms we want to get rid of? Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors are drugs that are licensed for the treatment of depression and prescribed also for anxiety. In my opinion, anxiety and depression are not sufficiently recognised as separate affective or mood disorders, but they're just lumped together as if they're the same thing. They are not the same thing. If they were, there would be just one word rather than two, anxiety and depression. Okay, it's true that anxiety and depression can be comorbid conditions, and it's also true that they share some symptoms in common. However, they are different conditions. My son came up with what I think is a really interesting uh, way of describing a kind of analogy of the difference between anxiety and depression. Imagine a tyre, kind of tyre that you get in your car or a bike. Anxiety is the tyre filled up to full capacity with air. Depression is the tyre depleted and flat. SSRIs are like pumping air into the tyre. Fantastic if you are actually flat and deflated. Potentially catastrophic if you're already pumped up to full capacity. On the 29th of October 2018, John Collins, my husband of 32 years, ended his own life. As a result, I believe, of SSRI-induced psychosis. It's my belief that the medication that he was given which is widely prescribed for anxiety and licensed for the treatment of depression, created a psychosis. That is the inability to distinguish between what is real and what isn't. Sufficiently unbalanced his mind to create a series of events that led to him ending his own life. Now, while I may be considered by some to be just a hysterical grieving widow who is looking for any reason to explain the tragedy that happened on the 29th of October, since John ended his life. The investigations and the research that I have undertaken has uncovered so much information that would point to the fact that SSRIs, or to be more precise, 
the side effects of SSRI drugs creates problems for so many of the people taking these medications. Most people, when they experience a mood disorder, an affective disorder, anxiety or depression, will go to their GPs as a first port of call for help. Now, we all know that the NHS is underfunded, overworked, that GPs have a limited amount of time to examine, diagnose and then prescribe to the very many, many patients who present. But all too often, I believe, GPs prescribe medications without fully understanding or being aware of the potentially lethal side effects that these medications have. Now, it's not a conspiracy. These side effects are recognised. In fact, if you or someone you love is taking an antidepressant medication, whether it's for depression or anxiety, within the packaging there will be a leaflet that is described as instructions for use and on that leaflet there will be a list of side effects. Now most people don't read the side effects, most people don't look at these leaflets, understandably. The medication is prescribed by a trusted, knowledgeable professional. If they've prescribed a medication, why would a layperson who really just wants to get better read the instructions? But the interesting thing is, is that if you read the instructions, the drug companies do list side effects. Now, many of the side effects that are listed could be seen as being exactly the same as the symptoms that people are looking for relief from. These drugs can cause depression. These drugs can cause anxiety. These drugs can cause insomnia. These drugs, in inverted commas, rare, close inverted commas, cases, can cause suicide. One of the main reasons that I think it's important that we do not lump depression and anxiety together as the same disorder is that research has indicated that if you give antidepressant medication to people who are not depressed, for example, people who are anxious, it can cause suicidal thoughts. Since SSRIs came onto the market, which is 
relatively recently, they have revolutionised the treatment of mental health. GPs issue prescriptions and patients take the drugs with little or no consideration for their efficacy or more importantly, their safety. Drug companies, like all companies, exist to make profits from their products. There's not really much profit in recovery. There is massive profit in increasing your market, upselling to your market and selling more to your market. The manufacturers of SSRIs capitalise on overworked GPs who are by nature generalists, being increasingly expected to be experts to the ever-increasing numbers of people presenting with mental health issues. Let's talk about mental health, the cry goes up. Let's have more open and honest conversations. Well, that's great, and I'm definitely in favour. But what then? A visit to your GP is most likely to result in a prescription for an SSRI, which may or may not actually work, and which may result in side effects as bad or worse than the illness that you're seeking treatment for. John Collins deserves to be remembered because his death is an example of a system in crisis, of drugs that often do more harm than good, and increasing numbers of people who are asking for help with their mental health, yet are not being adequately treated. Since SSRIs came onto the market, which is relatively recently, they have revolutionised the treatment of mental health. GPs issue prescriptions and patients take the drugs with little or no consideration for their efficacy or, more importantly, their safety. Drug companies, like all companies, exist to make profits from their products. There's not really much profit in recovery. There is massive profit in increasing your market, upselling to your market and selling more to your market. The manufacturers of SSRIs capitalise on overworked GPs who are by nature generalists, being increasingly expected to be experts to the ever-increasing numbers of people presenting with mental health issues. Let's talk about mental health, the cry goes up. Let's have more open and honest conversations. Well, that's great, and I'm definitely in favour. But what then? A visit to your GP is most likely to result in a prescription for an SSRI, which may or may not actually work, and which may result in side effects as bad or worse than the illness that you're seeking treatment for. John Collins deserves to be remembered because his death is an example of a system in crisis, of drugs that often do more harm than good, and increasing numbers of people who are asking for help with their mental health, 
yet are not being adequately treated. John Collins deserves to be remembered. Not just because he was a doting grandpa, a wonderful dad, a loving husband, and an all-round hard-working, funny, quirky, and kind individual. But because, in my opinion, his death was totally avoidable. And the result of a combination of contributing factors which are relevant to an ever-increasing number of people. John Collins deserves to be remembered. Not just because he was a doting grandpa, a wonderful dad, a loving husband, and an all-round, hard-working, funny, quirky and kind individual but because in my opinion his death was totally avoidable and the result of a combination of contributing factors which are relevant to an ever-increasing number of people. <laughs>